And now for something completely different. I still like that song. It is so, so catchy. Uh, all right. Well, hello, uh, everyone and everyone who's watching slash listening. Uh, we are a bunch of weirdos that like to kind of watch uh, TV shows. And we decided to get together and start a new show called No Time to Binge, where what we do is we watch just the first episode of something and then just the last episode of something and then just try to figure out what happens in the middle. Uh, and what we're doing this time is uh, the Netflix original series uh, called Centaur World, which is an incredibly weird and uh, uh, slightly disturbing, uh, passionately annoying, and uh, one of the coolest shows that I've watched. Uh, so uh, to help uh, figure out what may or may not have happened in the middle of this, uh, I got some friends here. So uh, first and foremost, B, hey. how, are you? how are you, my friend? Um, I feel like I'm hungover, but I didn't drink. Yeah. Ooh. That's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. You, <laughs> well, you look great. You do sound a little jet lagged, but I'm sure that's yeah, fine. That's holy shit. Not a big deal. Uh so B, what is your experience with centaurs and the world they're from? Um <laughs> this show. I actually like I've never had an interest in centaurs like as a mythical beast, which is kind of a weird sentence to say now that I yeah. said it out loud. So as far as far as beasts go, it is yeah. on the bottom of your tier. Yeah, uh, the, the centaur. Everyone has a favorite mythical beast. And if you say you don't, you're a liar and I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna find out how much not liars uh, these other two gentlemen are. So uh, next we have uh, handsome for eight seconds. Sounds like a beautiful bull ride, uh, Mr. Michael Colby. How are you, sir? Oh, super duper! Super. I'm ready to talk about Centaur World. It was Centaur World. A little bit more singing than I usually like in my entertainment, but um, for some reason, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, when I when I found the show, I knew slash didn't know that it was a musical. You know, you watch like the first episode, you're like, oh, there's a lot of singing in this. And then you watch or well, for me, I watched like the second episode. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of singing in this episode, too. And I'm like, oh, this is actually a musical. So I think this is the first musical we've done. Oh, I guess Glee. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first good musical we've done, which is yeah. uh, <laughs> probably, uh, yeah, probably Twin Peaks, actually. It's the ghost about. that haunts us. Uh, so, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Handsome for eight seconds, uh, yeah. pro prove yeah. be right, and who is, what is your favorite mythical beast? The Minotaur. Oh. The good one. The yeah, Minotaur. I love Minotaur. Like, like there's, the there's something about, like, the human... Ha like the human half of like a half beast half human thing yeah like because the bull head is like a big heavy head 
So like for a human body to be able to support that, it just always like did something for my imagination. Yeah. He's got that big ax and he, he kills people who can't (laughs) solve his maze. What's not to like literally nothing. Um, but so the Minotaur is almost like the, the opposite of the centaur, right? It's it's the other kind of, (laughs) but don't you think that it should have like two hooves for hands and then feet? uh instead of actual like human hands and feet that seems like if the centaurs get the human hands and the minotaur get the human hands uh, i think the opposable i don't know i just it doesn't seem fair i've seen them with cloven hooves oh so sometimes they get the the bottom yeah like the the legs and head of a bull with like the torso of a human yeah that's a good one that's a (laughs) that's a minotaur i can get behind yeah Figuratively and literally. Uh, all right. Up next, uh, we have at least half human, and uh, the other half is my very best friend. Uh, you got Mister Dylan Terry, uh, half friend, half human. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Yeah, doing all right. Yeah. Uh, so, Centaur World. How much of an effect did this make on your life? I watched that. I watched the, both episodes twice, actually, because I was completely surprised at what it was. Yeah, um, I I watched them both twice too. Yeah, you gave Zach you you told me a little bit about it before we watched it. I think you brought this up between you and I at one point, very briefly. We, yeah, I stumbled upon this, yeah. and I think the next day at work, I'm like, dude, you yeah. you gotta watch this thing. <laughs> um, and I had kind of the same immediate reaction where I was surprised at the animation. Yeah. Um, just like I don't, it's very very sharp outlines, very kind of like brighter colors than I expected. And then of course the animation shift. Um, and I knew it was a musical kind of going in, but I, I like the musical. Like they appeal. I like the music, the pieces that they, they're very poppy. They yeah. are very like top 20 network TV songs, mm-hmm. but they're at least like catchy. I could imagine like, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to skip the songs in these episodes. Right. And also the animation so weird going on that yeah. you kind of are just like into it because it's part of it. Uh, but for those that don't know, Centaur World is an American animated musical comedy streaming television series created by uh, Megan Nicole Dong with the songs uh, by Dong. They, all, they also made the songs themselves. Uh, produced by Sketch Shark Productions and Netflix Animation. It premiered uh, July 30th this year, 2021. And it follows a war horse who is transported from her uh, embattled world to a strange land inhabited by vibrant singing centaurs of all species, shapes, and sizes. Uh, Michael Colby. Yeah. Episode one. Give it to me. What happens in episode one? Okay. So we start off um, and we think we're watching an episode of The Legend of Korra Mm -hmm. because Korra is riding this horse. they get to their village. Uh, the horse gets spooked. Um, Cora sings this beautiful song to the horse to calm the horse down. Um, then they're like, all right, we have to get to our village. And then the village is on fire. They don't know where anybody is. There is a kind of amazing sequence where these like monster things they're like orcs are mm-hmm. up on the hills and like some of them have one eye and some of them have like five eyes and they're all like very strange. And then they all start sliding down the cliffs while they're like riding ahead of them. 
and it's really cool. And then uh, they're trying to protect this thing. It's like a part. It, you can tell that it's part of something. It's like a horseshoe um, amulet. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And then um, the orcs are about to get it and the horse runs. Uh, the horse grabs the amulet, falls off the cliff. And then we see the strongest human that you'll ever see holding a horse up a cliff <laughs> by this amulet. Um, and then the horse falls um, and the rider is about to get eaten by orcs. Um, but then the horse wakes up. The horse is in this very strange place with these with just maybe my favorite cartoon character of all time is this giraffe centaur. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, things get weird from there. We sing some more songs. We find out that uh, that the place that they are um, is protected by a dome that they can't get out of and nothing else can get into because apparently some shit's going on. And then um, we find out that if you have magic, you can get out of the dome. We get out of the dome and that's the end of the first episode. So weirdly cool. Yeah. Uh, and just so you know, the one you're talking about, the centaur you're talking about, their name is uh, Wamawink, which is a motherly alpaca-like centaur. Um, just so okay. that you know. <laughs> well, just, no, no, no. Uh, the nope. giraffe one is my favorite one. The one with like the very flat face. And he's just like, yeah, they're just like screaming and like running around. Yeah. And then I, I forget, but he says one word and I laughed so hard. Yeah. I just, I like when like you see him the first time, it's like, yeah. It's like crooks his neck. Oh, it's such a weird show. Uh, B, what, what did you, I, I'm not sure if you liked this show. So what, what was your takeaway from episode one? This is the weirdest episode of My Little Pony I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I was, I was intrigued. I was confused, a little bit scared, um, maybe a little angry too. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I will tell you, in, in episode four, uh, there is a, a a very blatant JoJo reference. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not no. gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you what it is, but um, it is it is very obvious. And I need uh, I need, you, I need you to chuck through this series and figure okay. it out. Uh, okay, okay, Dylan. I'm so, watch it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we have this. Uh, we have a show where mm -hmm. we're kind of following a, a a horse, really, that's looking to be enslaved if anything else like it really just it it wants its rider back right it, it wants sure. his, it wants his normal life and, and now it can talk uh which is weird and it, and it can sing and it can uh hate other things with uh hooves um now what did you expect to happen uh after this like what was your like thought process of where this show was going to go uh moderately light-hearted fantasy romp with yeah. a lot of slapstick mm -hmm. and some heart all right uh now we're gonna hop to the end of the series which is uh, <laughs> it's actually a two-parter uh called the rift and uh we were challenged to watch just the very last episode which would yeah. have been number 10 uh part two um now now <laughs> what tell me what happens in the last episode of this thing so we start in a 
think we start in a white void. Mm-hmm. And there is a deep-voiced entity represented by a black cloud of ink and a deer skull with massive antlers. And it is creepy. The and Dark it is Souls talking... boss. <laughs> it's a Dark Souls boss. Absolutely. Um, and it's talking about being free. And it is threatening, I believe, horse and a rider. They are now reunited. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the centaurs show up. Ooh. Ooh. What? No, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm monitoring the chat a little bit. Um, <laughs> whoa, we're getting spammed. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Blocking them. Cool. Oh, no. <laughs> no, zero tolerance on that. Um, that is, so, that is you know, yucky. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's this, like, Dark Souls boss called the Nowhere King. We cut outside, a bunch of centaurs are talking to a woman who is very clearly like a sorceress or a magician of some sort, singing about how they are not going to let them unlock the void. There's a little bit of contention between them, but eventually they do get in because the kleptomaniac centaur stole the key from her in her stomach portal. I'm like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, they go in and they get completely overwhelmed by the Nowhere King completely outmatched um they fight a bit uh water baby the shaman shows up (laughs) um there's some there's some fighting going on some power of friendship songs and stuff like that and eventually the sorceress shows back up and is like i'm gonna do this i have i think she says she resolves to to do it quote unquote Mm mm-hmm the it's clear that she has a history with the nowhere king uh nowhere king gets defeated um in order to build an army horse stays behind rider doesn't or i think i think that was kind of the general trend of the conversation is that they're going to separate again on their own terms mm-hmm. and then the end dot 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 question mark because the yeah. skull of the nowhere king activates or whatever right uh, so it goes from being very yeah. lighthearted to uh, the very fighting. The the conflict against the Nowhere King is not presented as lighthearted whatsoever. It is wrapping people up and turning the light out. And when um, I think it's when Water Baby goes back into the portal after leaving, and the portal has been completely enshrouded in darkness, and everybody's begging her to help. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> this took a dramatic tonal shift. Yeah. But yeah, uh, ultimately they wind up winning. But um, yeah. So now for the record, uh, season two has not been announced yet. They have not uh, put out there that there is another season of this. So uh, f- for the most part, we can assume that this is going to be an encapsulated story. Uh, yeah. Now, Michael, we saw yes. uh, the, the, the Nothing King. The Nothing King? Is that what it's called? Nowhere King. The Nowhere King. Oh, what a cool name. Uh, Nowhere King. Um, Obviously, not in episode one. Now, how do you think the Nowhere King popped into this story? Well, the Nowhere King uh, is a... I mean, at the end, after they defeat him, this, like, goop all sucks up into a deer skull like a, a moose skull thing 
Um, so I think that the the skull itself is the like the the actual creature, and the goop is just how it gets around. Yeah. So I'm thinking that um, this skull was one of the things that Spencer was using in iCarly to make <laughs> like some sort of uh, robot sculpture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that there are these two portals that that uh, bind centaur world and the world that Korra is from. So I'm assuming there are other portals um, that are happening. So one goes to Earth um, and it opened up. I, I think that uh, Spencer actually like built a uh, like a sculpture that ended up being a portal to this void area. Um, the moose skull knocks in um something from probably the black lodge it got in there um and that was the goop and then you know and then we we make a dark souls boss i i think it's just because you know this skull was watching spencer play video games and he's like that's the form i'm gonna take uh when i finally get a body yeah, I, uh, I I will say that you are about seventy eight percent accurate on that. So uh, pretty That's good. Much better than I expected to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, B. We have a show that has a lot of uh, weird half centaur things. Uh, we have like a half hummingbird uh, throughout the season. You see a half sunfish. We also have a half mole, half alpaca. Um, Throughout the season, what was your, in your opinion, the most disturbing of all of the uh, the the centaurs? Um, probably that that very weirdly handsome bird thing. <laughs> what was it like? Like handsome for a minute or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> handsome, <laughs> handsome for eight seconds. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like, oh, he is, but I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, that... I, I also want to say the no, the nowhere king. Okay, um, have, did you have you guys ever seen that show? Um, oh god, what is it? I just had it on the tip of my tongue. They play it around like Halloween sometimes. Hocus oh, pocus. No, no. Um, Sabrina. Over the garden wall. Over the garden wall. That's the one. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, what what was that thing called? The unknown or whatever. Yeah, the beast. Yeah, the I think beast. It, I think it's called the beast. Yeah. Yeah, it, re- it reminds me of that so much. It looks just like it. So I feel like um, I kind of like his his the portal theory that you just had, and uh, maybe um, that thing came from the over the garden wall uh, story. Hmm, okay. Yeah, it sounds that, like, that it sounds like him it. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds <laughs> like it too. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, so technically that is about 50% of the remaining percentage of what Michael's uh, oh, theory was. So yeah, you're getting closer. Uh, yeah, you're now up to, I think, 80, uh, 88. Uh, now, Dylan, at the end of this season, uh, obviously so, you know, it leads into a cliffhanger. What do you think season two is going to start with? 
I think it's going to, st- oh man, that's a good question. I think we're going to get a prequel series to show how the Nowhere King was like the horse half of the mm-hmm. sorceress and they separated each other, like they separated from each other. Yeah. Um. And, you know, one of them is like, you know, this is the best for us. The other one is like, I don't know if we were ready to do this. And it's probably going to be this long drawn out character study on like what happens when a centaur breaks up with itself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so excited to watch that. Uh, I am ready for a deep character study yeah. of this cartoon character in this wacky world. No, no singing, just lots of long, like shots of him contemplating what like reality is and what it's like to be a sentient being. Well, they, if you, I don't know if you guys saw the announcement, but they fired the entire crew and brought on the crew of the marriage story. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a lot more talky. Yeah. Punch <laughs> holes in the walls, that sort of thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Eight Seconds. Now, uh, in, in any kind, in any, <laughs> please don't call me Mr. Eight Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be cordial. Uh, so, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, we you set yourself up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that, that was such a good joke. B left. Um, now, in, in any kind of animated show, it's obviously going to attract some children, and because of that fact, they're going to put a lot of you know uh, filler episodes, half PSAs, you know, just the monotony of other shows. Uh, what was your favorite filler episode of this season? Well, luckily, this show did not do any of those, you know, PSA type, you know, don't go into the don't go into the refrigerator because you're going to get trapped in there and you're going to run out of air. <laughs> but there was that one episode where the giraffe gets split off from the rest of the pack um and it's just like his normal day because he's very stupid so he doesn't realize that he's separated so the rest of the crew is looking for him but he's just off doing his thing there's a lot of masturbating in that one which Mm -hmm. i don't know like how many times a day can you do that exactly 12 I mean, it was 12. Yeah. Um, But like he's doing it, you know, into the river. He's doing it on the trees. And he's just like, and like the the fish, like the fish lady and the little fish kid Mm -hmm. are just watching him. Like it's really weird. I, I don't know. And these, the other ones are like frantically looking for him. They're like terrified because they know that this guy, he cannot live. Um, outside of there because he is way too stupid and he's just going to dehydrate himself from all the masturbating. Um, So yeah, that one was, that one was weird, but like it was also funny to watch at the end when they had the one centaur that was like the, the, the half tree had to mop everything up. It was yeah. Very good episode. (laughs) Well, well, thanks for filling in for Matt Detira this week uh, with, with the absolute grossness. Uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that now, my, here it is. <laughs> now, B, 
<laughs> a horse gets transported <laughs> most likely via teleportation from over the garden yeah. wall. Um, and uh, they they go to Centaur World, obviously. But yeah. what we but what we don't know until the mid season is why are the centaurs there? Now, why do you think the centaurs are in this area? Why why is there a centaur world? Um, so I think they all originally came from Ponyville. Um, I think, I think there was, uh, some kind of maybe like a Doctor Who situation because they have mm -hmm. Doctor Who's and he did some timey-wimey shit. And <laughs> wait, did you say Doctor Who? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Doctor Who's. It's canon. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, didn't... <laughs> I don't. I don't watch Doctor Who. Who reference. Um, What's Doctor yeah. Who's? Um, just. I'm sorry. I. I don't know this character. But what I, is Doctor Who's cutie mark? I think it's like a, a like a watch or something. I'm not really okay. sure. I don't remember because okay. um, My Little Pony started to suck very quickly. Um, <laughs> But no, I think I think he did some um, timey wimey shit, and uh, they he ripped the residents of Ponyville apart, mm -hmm. and they got fused with something else, and uh, that now we have Centaur World. I think that's wow. what, and I am so confident in that. I will, I will, um, I will fight anyone who disagrees. <laughs> The My Little Ponies got Cronenberged with some humans. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, are, are you that's saying that's horrifying? Are you saying that Centaur World is a <laughs> a subtle way to revitalize the Brony uh, population? I think so. I, I oh. think I think that was their attempt at um reviving it. Well, I they're, I they're called Centonies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they probably eat gabagool. <laughs> uh, now, uh, Dylan, we yeah. uh, this this uh, series has a load of songs, just a lot of songs, most of which are uh, original songs. You have songs such as uh, Tornado, uh, T A U R NATO. You have songs called I Steals So I Can Feels. And you also have songs like The Butt of the Joke with two Ts. Um, but what a, a lot of people who don't know the show knows is that there's a couple covers that they actually do throughout the season. And I'm curious, Dylan, being the music person, which of the covers was your favorite to hear a bunch of centaurs singing? It was so weird. To hear the centaurs break into Sadama Gogo by Guar. <laughs> like I I sat there watching like my TV and I'm just like, A, cool. B, weird place to put it in the Exxon Valdez episode. Mm -hmm. C, like I guess it sounds good if you arrange it for piano. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, was also like a weird mishmash episode. I don't, I didn't get it. Yeah, it was stunning that they actually animated all those costumes and everything too. Yeah. Like, who'd have thought? And I guess with the current audience, they wouldn't even probably know Guar. So this would sound like an original song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good answer. Uh, can I? Uh, 
Can I just say my least favorite was Mm. they? Why do they have to put fucking Hotel California on everything? (laughs) Uh, Like it wasn't even. I guess it is, but it wasn't even good being sung with the angelic voice of that horse. Like, I absolutely love the voice of that horse, but even that voice couldn't save fucking Hotel California. Yeah, that actually, that entire episode was not good because that was the same one that they did, uh, the boys from Summer, that boy, that song. Uh, yeah. I, I, God, I but hate Kenny that Chesney? song. Yeah. I don't think so. Kenny Chesney? <laughs> No, no, it's like a about, Brian. It's like a Brian uh, Adams song or something. He sings about summer all the time. That's all he sings. Yeah. Boys of summer. Yeah, I'm thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of boys of fall. That's a yeah. Chesney no, song. boys of summer is fucking uh, the guy from the Eagles. What's his face? Don <laughs> something. Henley probably. I don't Don know. Henley. I yeah. I I hate that song, worst. and I don't know why it's in everything. Uh, B. Yeah. Your favorite and or least favorite cover done by animated centaurs. Um, probably Britney Spears is toxic. I'm yeah. going to disagree with you 100. percent Oh, favorite. Yep. Jam, no matter who sings it, mm-hmm. like yeah, you could you could get Elmo to sing that song, and I would be down. Yeah, okay. yeah. It but- was it was also weird that they gave uh that centaur a uh, a snake centaur to wear while singing Toxic. That was uh, it interesting. Came. It was very it strange, was- but not not the strangest thing in that show. But it was. It was yeah. cool placement, though, because it was yeah. also in that Exxon Valdez episode. Um, so, th- like, I think that was the one with the best songs. Yeah. Yeah. That was a slick episode, though, honestly. Oh, no. boo. No. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Come on. That, <laughs> look, that was for the people in the in the, in the cheap seats there. Uh, uh, now, <laughs> Dylan, uh, yeah. we, we, have, uh, we have 10 episodes of this season. And there's a lot going on, right? There's a lot of color, a lot of songs, a lot of laughter, and a lot of love. A couple of these characters did hook up, which, which you know, on-screen hookup, not off-screen, which, which on-screen hookup was uh, your favorite to watch? It. I'm going to get some flack for this from the audience, but it was the funeral orgy. Um, <laughs> just... It, it manages to ride the line between too sad and kind of sweet at the same time. Um, though it was weird to have all of the eulogies blame. Um, who's, who's the bird? I can't remember the bird's name, but all uh, the eulogies point, like kind of pointedly talked about how it was his fault. Yeah. And then it just, you know, so one of them goes at the other and they're all together and it's like, all right, might as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, honestly, <laughs> The way that the kleptomaniac uh, centaur used uh, her her stomach portal in that scene was Inventive. was both beautiful and disturbing. I thought it was yeah. inspired. Yeah, I I never <laughs> thought uh, uh, the act of weekend at burning somebody could be uh, erotic <laughs> as much. So I'm really glad that that entered my my, my cranium, which is cool uh mr eight seconds i'm actually going to just send the same the same question over to you uh favorite favorite hookup of all the centaurs well dylan took mine um because i think i i mean i think that was the obvious one that's that's the one they're going to submit to all the awards like that's the episode you could tell that was the oscar bait so i i did think it was weird um there is that 
centaur he only shows up in a couple of episodes mm -hmm. uh that's the triceratops um but Tri triceratar yeah triceratar mm -hmm. that i thought you know not a very inspired name but probably you know just a throwaway character so well yeah, it's also weird having the bottom half of a Triceratops because yeah. no one even understands what that is. Yeah, and then just the horns growing out of, like, the wrong places, but yeah. th that doesn't matter. I, I thought he was a very well-developed character. Yeah. Um, but the sort of forbidden love between the Triceratops Sator and that leaf, um, mm. I thought it was just so beautiful, and then just to have the Triceratops sitar um, try to eat the leaf afterwards and then the leaf like brutally like just chokes it to death with the piano wire that it just had for some reason. I don't know where he got that from. Um, it was... Well, that was from that was from the first date night from the two episodes prior where they were at that weird uh, cigar lounge with the piano. Ooh. They snagged oh, that. I'm okay. That. All right, that's where he got that from. But it, I, I just maybe we didn't have to see the entire process of mm -hmm. this centaur of this triceratar getting choked out. It was like six minutes, and it was like gasping and. It, it was horrible, like pleading for its life. And yeah, it, it, it was like a Quentin Tarantino movie. But in and that was that episode where they did like the very realistic looking animation. Yeah. Um, so it was even more disturbing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, there's really no other way of doing uh, a, an up to date representation of Bohemian Rhapsody other than I think being choked out. I think that is. Probably the best way to uh, go over how that's. <laughs> Hello, J Wavy. Uh, can I play my new song? Yeah, of course. Sure. I will definitely play it um, in probably about 45 ish minutes. I would love to. Um, now, B, there, yeah. there, there are many, there are many battles that happen in this. Obviously, you know, there's the orcs in the beginning uh, that ravage the villages, um, and then the fight at the end. Um, now throughout the series, there's a lot of just weird fighting and battling. What was some of your favorite, uh, fighting moments throughout this centaur world? So I think I really enjoyed, um, when the eight second bird, that's just what I'm going to call him. I don't know his name. Um, when he just like, like sucker punched that old lady. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just listen, I, I, <laughs> You, I just thought you, it was masterfully done. Like mm -hmm. it was, it was a beautiful scene. Um, the violence wasn't like too much, but like it was just enough to make you a little sick. It was, yeah. per it was perfectly balanced. I loved it. Um, I, I like the voice actor for the old lady. Like her scream mm -hmm. was on point. Yeah, fantastic. I thought. I thought, uh, yeah, it was very fast, yeah. but the, the part that I thought was, like, so emotional was that they made the blood droplets into tiny hearts. That, yeah. That, then they ate it, and I was like, wow, that's so cool, because, like, they're consuming, yeah, they're consuming yeah. emotion while also being uh, aggressively violent, um, which is interesting. Uh, now, Dylan, what were some of the questions you had throughout this season? I wanted to know what Ryder was up to. 
because we leave her in the first episode and we don't see her again until part two of the finale with no buildup. And I'm like, did I miss something here? Yeah. Like just shows up randomly and horse horses. I mean, cool with it, but as an audience member, I wanted to know like what they were up to. Like, yeah. Well, they weren't in centaur world. So well, yeah, that's okay. where most of the story takes place. Most of it. Yeah. So there's room <laughs> to go elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just looking for horse. I guess. But uh yeah. <laughs> uh Michael Colby. Yeah. Biggest uh, question you got. I just I would like to know why that one episode that they picked where we just watched an episode of Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they picked that particular episode. Yeah. Um it just it seemed like it didn't really go and then just at the end um the llama alpaca centaur just like showed up and was like what are we doing here and yeah. then they just like booked it and it didn't make any sense and i'm like this was a weird because that was a part two of that golden girls two-parter and it's yeah. like we don't know what's going on before that um i mean i knew what was going on because i've watched the golden girls like six times through but right 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 it, like for these little kids who were watching this cartoon it's like why like did we switch to this show about old ladies uh yeah and but we were trying to watch a cartoon about silly centaurs right but what a lot of people don't know and you know when when you know we were doing centaur world i did a lot of research for this and it turns out that that specific episode of golden girls was actually the episode in which the writer creator was conceived uh during that episode live so that episode was really the crux of a lot of their emotional attachments to not only cartoons but to old women and really horses, if you think about it. And the reason they chose the part two was because there was actually twins at that birth. Um, but the second of the two twins was actually the better one. Uh, hence, okay. the better of the two part episode. So, uh, yeah, very good question. I'm glad you picked up on that because uh, I was wondering if anybody was going to bring up the Golden Girls. Because um, once, <laughs> once again, one of our new shows we're starting is, uh, is this podcast a Golden Girls reference? Where apparently there's a show, <laughs> JoJo, uh, that makes a lot of golden girls references yeah. so yeah um <laughs> that jojo show is basically just the golden girls with with handsome men characters yeah. it is really it's really just um blanche's prequel story before she meets b arthur and her wild adventures of having her head cut off um now b yeah what were some of your questions that you would have uh while consuming the bookends of centaur world well, honestly, I thought it was all pretty self-explanatory, but I did really want to know um, the horse's pronouns because I don't think that was ever addressed. Um, mm. I, I would I would like to know the horse's pronouns, please. Okay, thank you. I think yeah. it was just horse. Horse? Yeah, it, it was yeah. just horse. There's okay. yeah, no, no pronouns. It's just Name that's them. it. So yep. horse just identifies as horse. I see. Okay. I, I get it. All right. Valid. Dylan, you... SOB. I'm honestly, I'm glad B did not hear that terrible joke. That what you did you just say? No, I have to know. <laughs> I want to know. Go made them. <laughs> what? Uh -uh. That, laugh, yeah. that laugh came from made them. <laughs> what is this show coming? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy 
she is chugging down that smear off. That's funny. My pronouns are hey them. Nay them, nay them, nay them, nay them. Sorry. Nay them now. Oh, hey them. Yeah. Hey them is chugging down some vodka. Okay. So. I, I really think that uh, this show is something, uh, with, without the joke aside, uh, now I have consumed all 10 episodes of this, and I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I was shocked when it came on because it was, like we've all said, the animation is beautiful, there's a lot of weird dark undertones, and then the fact that there's music in it makes it uh, just kind of jarring because you're like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to like this or not, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But throughout the series, they really do a good job of, uh, of of touching very emotional and important topics like, you know, the different forms of parenting and, and what to happen when someone in your group is no longer wanted in your group. And then also what happens when someone in your group does not want to be in your group anymore. Uh, you have people that fall in love, but they have a whole nother life. And it, it, it's a beautiful, really intriguingly awkward show and i really uh uh hope that uh, you uh would like to take some time and, and binge this uh quick episodes but um is there anything else about this episode or the season that you any of you would like to talk about or, or uh throw up i well i don't want to throw up but um <laughs> I, I meant to, do... to the group the chat <laughs> i did want to ask because there was you know the 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 glitter party whatever uh magic the main turning the main into a, a version of himself you know being handsome for eight seconds shooting small versions of themselves out of their hooves mm -hmm. um i wanted to know what like what spells would be particular to you uh like only you have this spell mm-hmm Zach. Oh, okay. Um, well, so at first, I would like to be able to shoot tiny bits of myself, uh, but then you know, I, as you see in that episode, everyone seems to have that one. So if you were in Centaur World, you're right, good. You have, you're, it, you have the ability to shoot small versions of yeah, yourself. But here's the thing: I actually do not want that because those <laughs> little things are also sentient, and that means that they are living a terrifying tiny life, which I do not want. Um, okay, so throughout the episode, a, a lot of magic does happen, but there is a part <laughs> where um, horse, uh, their tail begins to talk, and uh, their, their tail <laughs> slash butt uh, talks to them, uh, to other people for them, um, and I would love it if my butt could talk. Uh, I don't have a tail, so obviously my tail can't talk. But I would get such a kick out of having a magical talking butt. B. Okay, I just learned something about you. Um, <laughs> good to know. I, I feel like I feel like I've gotten to know you a little bit more just from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just from the talking butt. Yeah. Just from you know what? That's all I need to know. I want to be I want to be both people in a ventriloquist act and have no one understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. But I guess I would need my hand up my own butt then. 
I don't and, think you need to have your hand up your own. Hey, 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 this is my show, pal. I'll the, the ventriloquist yeah. show, not not this. Yeah. No, the, no, no, the ventriloquist I, show. Yeah, that's that's not what I meant. I I didn't say you couldn't have your hand up your own butt. I said you didn't need to have your hand up your own butt. Well, okay, so it's like the equivalent of drinking water for the talker of the ventriloquist. It's like if <laughs> I, I don't know, I got nothing really. <laughs> I just feel like a ventriloquist has to have their hand up somebody's uh something okay. you know, it's like, yeah. cool yeah. maybe i don't I, actually, I don't know what what spell is just yours like you're the only one in centaur world who has this spell um probably be handsome forever that yeah that's my magic yeah okay that yeah. i mean it works <laughs> yeah and uh, i mean no, i also can't argue forever. with you so yeah yeah, Dylan. Uh, Zach stole my answer. <laughs> no, I didn't. You no, just wanted to be. You just wanted no, to be Ace Ventura. Not with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not with your like. You're not making the butt talk. The butt. No, no, just... no. It just has its own vocal cords. Okay. Oh, now it... your your butt mouth. Does it have teeth? No. And can it taste? Yeah. Okay. That's my no. power. I want my. No. No. Never mind. <laughs> it has no taste buds. Okay. Uh, no teeth, but it can form every letter of the, uh, of most alphabets. But it sounds like an old man because it has no teeth. Yeah. It's very. It's very gummy sounding. <laughs> so, Dylan, your power is that your butt does have taste buds. Is teeth. that what I heard you say? <laughs> Just teeth. <laughs> Oh, just teeth. Yeah. Okay. He, has, he has whatever the butt version of vagina dentata is. <laughs> that might make, well, I'm not, yeah. Nope. I don't want to get too blue, but that might make some bathroom experiences a little bit easier. <laughs> That's true. Honestly. <laughs> what does the show become? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of more questions to ask about this, so we're just going to move on. Okay, my, so... Uh, I, I, oh, I do ahead. have a question, though. Um, yeah. Does the butt thing just, like, keep coming back? Is that just a thing throughout the show? No, it, it happens uh, in, like, one episode, and then it kind of goes away. Okay, um, there's, just, there's, like, there was butts all over the thing. Oh, yeah, well, butts, butts. butts are funny. Now, okay. the the weird thing is, throughout the season, a uh, horse changes the way they look and becomes more cartoony, kind of like plumper. Uh, and then when they meet up with Ryder, Ryder doesn't recognize horse. And now horse can talk to Ryder. And then Ryder is just like, all right, I guess this is my life now. What do we got to do? Th this show is very, very interesting. Uh, so my very last question is, Dylan, will you make time to binge this show? Yeah. I we we had to delay we delayed this episode for a little schedule change for behind yeah. the scenes and I was bummed because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this it's only ten episodes or half an hour yeah Gosh, I'll I'll just blow through this in an afternoon that'll be fun yeah yeah cool. yeah I'm definitely gonna go back and revisit this B are you gonna make some time to binge this knowing there's a JoJo reference in there somewhere absolutely <laughs> that was all you had to tell me that was okay. all like show could have been like about wa like watching paint dry and like you could just be like there's a jojo reference and i'd be like all right i'm in <laughs> all right easy peasy yeah uh mr eight seconds yes is this a bingeable show for you yes uh unfortunately 
Um, I only have until the 15th of next month uh, of my free preview of Showtime. So I have to finish watching um, <laughs> Twin Peaks The Return before I can binge this. Uh, but yes, I'm definitely going to... I'm definitely going to watch the rest of this. I, like I said, despite the fact that it had a bunch of singing in it, um, and it, 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 it just looks so weird and there is enough, butt references, um, I do enjoy a good butt joke and the fact that the houses are shaped like butts and the, the doors are like the entrances to the butts is enough for me. Like I'll laugh at a butt joke every single time you make a butt joke. Yeah. So if Uh, this cartoon has a bunch of butt jokes in it, I'm in. There is a lot of butt jokes in this. Um, There's a lot of really just weird and good jokes and some not good jokes, but whatever. Uh, Okay. So yeah. So that was us chatting about uh, centaur world and trying to figure out what happens in the middle of this. I strongly urge you to hop on Netflix and check it out. 10 episodes, very tight. Uh, Hopefully uh, season two is going to be announced uh, because I would, I'm interested. I'm super into this. Um, But yeah. So Check it out. That's cool. Now, next episode that we're going to do, I think we're going to move over to Saturdays. It seems like a pretty good time uh, for all of our crew to, to to be able to chat about stupid shows and ask dumb questions. So, yeah. So, uh, one of these next upcoming Saturdays, we're going to be doing one of two shows, and we're going to discuss it right now live, <laughs> which sure. is fine. So, uh, the two shows that we were thinking about doing was uh, Into the Badlands, which is a, a really cool kung fu series on AMC. It's three series, uh, three seasons. It's on Netflix. Or, uh, because we love doing animation and some cartoons, <laughs> we're also thinking about doing Cowboy Bebop, which uh, most, <laughs> most of us have not seen all of. So that could be cool, too. So uh, we have four of us here. Uh, eight seconds. What's your vote for? Um. I, we've done a lot of cartoons lately, so um, Bebop I am interested in, but I would like to split it up at least by one week with with Into the Badlands. Cool. Because cool. I've heard, like, I barely talk to Dylan that much. Like, mm-hmm. every once in a while I'll talk to Dylan, but like like three or four times a week he'll just message me and he'll be like, have you watched Into the, Board- Into the Badlands yet? And I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, just fucking chill. And he's like, yeah. fucking watch Into the Badlands. You're going to be hype about it, man. Like, that's the yeah. only word I can use to describe it. Yeah, okay. you're going to be hype. Okay, <laughs> B. All right. Vote, um, what are you voting for? That was actually a really good point. I'm going to vote for uh, Into the Badlands. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so my vote also is for Into the Badlands, just because, uh, yeah, great point. Let's at least split up uh, one week, at least, whatever. And it's cool to get into a Kung Fu series, so why not? Yeah. So, uh, oh, and, next- I, and I'm I'm really enjoying these cartoons that we're doing, but oh, me too. I don't want to I don't want to make this a cartoon show. Yeah. 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 So far, uh, cartoons are winning on the yeah. on the on the shows oh. that I would binge, uh, except for Twin Peaks, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There are other live action shows I uh, <laughs> hope to forget very quickly. But so yeah, so next time uh, we're on here, next episode, we're going to be going over into the Badlands, three seasons of some uh, 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 yeah. f- f- kung fu, right? 
Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Cool. Um, all right. So let's uh, check that out. So watch the first uh, and last episode of that. And then uh, come on here and help us try to figure out what happens in the middle uh, as we f- try to find out if there's no time to binge for that. Now, uh, let's talk about where they can find us and uh, you know say goodbyes and whatever. B, where can people uh, find you? So you can uh, check out both of my podcasts, uh, Deep Lore and It's This Podcast with JoJo Reference on Spotify, Pandora, pretty much anywhere podcasts are. You can follow my personal Twitter at QueenBethyB. You can also follow my Instagram for cosplay content, um, B.Bethy. That's about it. Love it. Handsome for eight seconds. Give it to me. Uh, Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Episodes started coming out. I'm so very excited about this season. It, it It's starting way more insane than even uh, my, me and my neighbor Michael did. Uh, so we have a couple episodes that I wrote on, which I'm also very excited about. These are the first episodes that I wrote. So uh, please check the check that show out. Um, it's crazy. Dylan's going to be on it. Zach's going to be on it. Uh, B is going to be on it at some point, even if she doesn't know it yet. Um, well, I know and- it now. <laughs> <laughs> they they and know then, everything. They know everything. I, I do. I yeah. <laughs> and then I have um, my video game show. I love. I hate. I love this terrible game. Um, and then I'm on this show and. Uh, Real Boys, which the video podcasts are up on YouTube. Audio eventually might come out. Um, I don't know. I'm not in charge of when the audio <laughs> versions of these shows come out. Minor editing on the last episode to get it a little more safe for work. But uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're downloaded, ready to be uploaded. Yes. Okay. Um, I think there's another one, but I don't remember what it was. So I'm just going to say... Um, Follow my Twitter at my neighbor M I C H one. M I C H one. Yeah. Hmm. My Which neighbor M I C H one. Oh, all that. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> at least half human. Yeah. Uh, find me here. Real boys Mondays and fr- every other Fridays, I think is what we're moving to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got twitching upstream on most Tuesdays. We got, Talking upstream, coming back at some point. We're figuring it out. Uh, we're wholly independent again, which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Silicon Angels and all of our drama stuff. CYOP appeal. Got some other things that we're working on uh, in visual and audio. Uh, there was a finger raised. What's up? I remembered my other one. It's the one that I usually let my kid G um, plug. It's Generation Clash. They're not here yeah. today. so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then I think that's all I'm on right now yeah currently yeah yeah. currently uh yeah so uh real boys follow follow me at vorpal words on everything yeah i do gaming stuff also your uh your your newsletter magazine oh yeah i write for apostrophes digital magazine uh i'm not in the august one or september i'm not in the september one but i'll be in the october one yeah uh, and you can find me at most everywhere you can find Dylan. Uh, like we have uh, Silicon Angels. We're working on season two. Uh, podcast, podcast, a podcast show. Season two will be out very soon. And uh, Real Boys, yeah, the pandemic thing is messing some stuff up. So we decided to uh, not do the theater shows. So we decided to make the special editions every other Friday. Just uh, we don't want to 
push people into theaters. That's crazy. Either way, I appreciate anyone for listening or watching this. Uh, we love attention, and uh, you give it to us. And thank you for that. So uh, go watch Centaur World, all of it. And then before next time, watch Into the Badlands. But until then, I love you all, and I'll see you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye, oh, bye everybody. Hello. And now for something completely different. Go! So what I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say, I'm coming to join you! You want to get into things? Well, I mean... No, 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 no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, BoJack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real.